Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Our next guest is currently donning one of the most famous jackets in the world. Here's a little clip of him in action. I closed my eyes, drew back the curtain to see for certain what I thought I knew. It would happen to be a coat of many, many colours. Uh, Jack Yarrow is playing Joseph in the latest production of Tim Rice and Andrew Lloyd Webber's Joseph in the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. And he's in studio with us now. Good morning, Jack. Good morning, guys. Lovely to have you. you. Thank you. Nice to be here. Congratulations on the big role. Oh, Uh, thank you. Enjoying Dublin? Enjoying Ireland so far? I'm loving it. It's beautiful. I've never been before. Never Mm. been to Ireland, never been to Dublin. So I'm enjoying kind of exploring around and being down by the canal and all that kind of area. It's absolutely beautiful. Uh, We would normally find that kind of strange that a a Welshman has never made it over. Usually, you know, you send over hordes for the Six Nations rugby every year. (laughs) Uh, You obviously never jumped on that train. No, no, I haven't. I've not been fortunate enough. My family are actually here with me this week um, just to see the show and have a little explore. And they've been a couple of times and they yeah. told me how amazing it was. So I'm excited to be here and excited to kind of experience the things that people experience when in Dublin. Yeah, well, I feel in many ways you and I are the same um, <laughs> because we're obviously both very young, good looking. Um, but, uh, you know, when I was in fourth year, I strutted my stuff uh, on the boards. You know, I crept the boards as well. Sure. And uh, when I was in Crescent College Comprehensive, uh, I was part of a, of a production of uh, Joseph and his amazing technical, technical no dream coach. Now, I wasn't Joseph. Um, I turned down that role. I just, sure, sure, sure. Uh, I was Simeon. <laughs> Uh, ah, one of the brothers. The other good... Yeah, he's the second best brother, I'd say. <laughs> oh, second best. <laughs> yeah. That's and, what they say. Yeah, and uh, I remember uh, standing beside my pal Leo. He was playing Levi. Okay. And uh, I, I would say your costumes are probably better. I remember I had... A, all I remember is a lot of fake tan, and okay. I had a waistcoat yeah. uh, that was kind of furry, which I think was sort of recommissioned from some kind of 70s coat I had taken out of my mother's wardrobe. Wow. Yeah, but I, I've seen the picture of your coat. It's pretty spectacular. Yeah. Oh, my God, it's amazing. It was designed by a guy called Morgan Large, who did our set, too. And uh, it's completely reimagined. It's totally different to the coat, how it was before. And actually, mm. he um, embroidered a little Welsh dragon on there for me. So every coat from here on in we'll have a little Welsh dragon on it which I thought was so sweet that is seriously cool yeah it's cool. cool it is cool yeah so how does a Welsh boy end up being the star of one of the biggest musicals in the world well I kind of I mean I, I similar to you I was in Joseph when I was a kid when I was about seven and I used to not the professional one we did it in like a theatre school that I'd go to every Saturday mm. And uh, I just oh, were you Joseph in that? I was, but it was like a condensed thirty-minute version where I don't think we sang. I definitely didn't have any costumes. It was kind of wear the uniform of the theatre school and okay, kind of smaller very, scale, technicolor anorak. Truly, truly, <laughs> yeah. I think it was black. Actually, it wasn't even technicolor. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I did that. Fell in love with it, and then ended up doing it up until I was uh, eighteen, and then decided I wanted to go to drama school in London. I went to a place called the Arts Educational Schools mm. in London, um, where actually Angela Webber is the um, the president. Oh, so wow. Kind of, yeah, so it kind of, you know, introduced me to all of his stuff and, you know, he um, is very invested in the school and does mm. a lot for that school. So, I you got to audition to get into a school like that. Like, what, what's the... 
I can't imagine it's easy to get in there. No, no, not at all. And that one actually, I don't know why, but from when, well, I do know why. When I was a kid and I'd go up to London to see shows with my family, I'd look through programmes and everyone would have trained at the Arts Educational School. I thought, yeah. all right, if you want to be on stage, you have to go to this place. So, um, so I applied there and, you know, hundreds of thousands of people apply and we had to audition and sing, I think, sing two songs, a modern song and a kind of old school musical theatre song and do a dance class, which I have blacked out from my memory. I don't remember how that went because that was... <laughs> Probably not one of my <laughs> finest moments in life. Um, but I, I got in. I was lucky enough to get in. And um, I went there for three years and did my final show, which was a show called Newsies, which had never been done in the UK before. So it kind of got a lot of attention, mm. which was really lucky for me because our producer, Michael Harrison, came to see the show and thought I'd be a good fit for Joseph. So I auditioned for a week and I think I auditioned for maybe five, ten minutes initially, and then it got up to about three hours of me working with Lawrence Connor, our director, on the material. Wow. And, and what's that process yeah. like? I mean, in a way, it kind of sounds like X Factor in terms of you get past the first one, then you're sort of into a boot campy experience. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I didn't get to go to judges' houses. I didn't get to go anywhere <laughs> exciting. I was in yeah. a rehearsal room in Battersea. But uh, but that's got to be tough. If you're <laughs> you're working with for hours with, you know, the, the man you're hoping is going to be directing you and yeah. there's still a chance that you mightn't get the gig. I know. And I was a massive fan of Lawrence, our director too. He did mm. Miss Saigon and the 25th anniversary of Phantom of the Opera and all this stuff that I'd seen and just really aspired to kind of be a part of. So to work with him, I kind of thought of it as I get to work with Lawrence for a couple of hours and if something comes of it, great. If it doesn't, I still have that experience and I'm very lucky to to be there so I had that outlook on it but I didn't hear anything for about two weeks after my final audition and then weirdly on my 21st birthday yeah I had the call to say that I was going to be doing the role so it was one of those weird kind of timing things where there are no accidents and all that stuff yeah, but I yeah. didn't I didn't actually have to audition in front of Angela Weber and Tim Rice they recorded it and sent it to them thank god because I think I would have been completely terrified yeah, how are you with that kind of stuff do you have any sort of mental training and or a, a particular outlook on life in terms of you know d getting roles or visualizing yourself getting roles or how do you approach yeah. all that kind of stuff totally well i'm a bit of a weirdo in terms of like manifestation and all that stuff i really believe in that and Love actually it. i'm going to embarrass myself now but i was a massive theater fan growing up and i went to see the wizard of oz at the london palladium which is where we opened joseph in 2019 mm. and uh, i became a little bit obsessed with that theater and i kind of got my dad to paint my bedroom to look like a dressing room at the London Palladium. That is so cool. And he painted, you know, it's painted red and it had like a mirror with the lights around it, the whole thing. I mean, I was a little weirdo, I really was. But um, but then it, all of a sudden it came true and then that's what they say about manifestation, right? Is you have to envision yourself in that place mm. and really invest time and energy into so it. So what was it like uh, when uh, you walked into the actual dressing room and it wasn't weird. your bedroom? It was so weird because, I mean, they'd renovated the Palladium backstage when we before we moved in and I was actually in the number two room but that mm. used to be the number one room so that was the room that had, you know, Judy Garland and Sammy Davis Jr. and uh, Bruce Forsyth and all these amazing performers. That was that was all of their rooms so that was kind of surreal. I love looking it. In. I know, yeah, it, was, yeah. it was mad. I still kind of think back and I go, because it happened so fast. And then go, oh, great, I have to renovate my visualisation now. Yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Dad, paint the room perfect. You know, I love those stories. I mean, you hear you hear some crazy stuff. I love the story about Jim Carrey, who yeah. 
for years he wanted to obviously you know break into serious acting get a get a big role and um he used to carry a, a check around i think it was like for five oh, million dollars yeah i remember this yeah i've heard about this and uh, so he used to carry this around as if it was his big paycheck yeah uh, for years and people he used to keep it in his wallet and people would be sniggering at him you know well, yeah sure sure jim uh and then he landed the role of mask and his pay his um the deal that he got, his payment for the role of the mask, was exactly what he'd written on that fake check years there before. Go. There you go. Yeah. I feel like even if it's bogus, even if it doesn't work, it makes you feel better. So, yeah, why not? Well, it's obviously worked for you. Actually, <laughs> a message has just come in, a question for you, Jack. Ah. Um, it is um, from uh, my pal Leo, who uh, played Levi with me. He's got a question for you. Jack, I always felt ashamed that the characters of Simeon and Levi weren't further <laughs> developed. Do you think they had the potential to be the real stars of the show? Yeah, there's an interesting question. That you is know, a, I, yeah. you know, I think there's potential for a spin-off, personally. Maybe, exactly. a, maybe a reality show kind of vibe. Simeon and Levi doing their thing, hating on Joseph. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? We would definitely be up for that. <laughs> uh, look, the production is running at the Borgosh Theatre until uh, August 27th. Uh, it is, of course... Uh, Joseph and his amazing Technicolor dream coat. What's the dream, Jack? I mean, what age are you now? Twenty four. Yeah, yeah. So what? What would you like to see yourself doing? Oh, More of the same. We got bigger plans. More of the same. Tom, I mean, a Tom Holland esque experience, maybe. <laughs> oh, I don't know how good my Spider Man would be, but uh, <laughs> but I'm honestly I'm so open to to whatever happens next because Joseph was completely out of the blue for me, and I got it when I was like I say when I was twenty one, and so it's been kind of this big huge chapter. Mm in my life and kind of amazing way to kickstart a career so I'm, but, I'm so grateful for it plus we've never mentioned that you know you're obviously okay with pressure because the man who made the role of Joseph the most famous I think in most of our minds is Jason Donovan who? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you found yourself acting opposite the guy who made your role famous yeah yeah that was cool it was really cool to kind of be able to do it with Jason because I didn't know Jason was doing it till after I got the role and so uh, so he was playing Pharaoh he was playing Pharaoh and he still is he's doing mm. some um, some venues on the tour but he is the most lovely supportive man in the world and I was terrified when I sang Any Dream Will Do in front of him because obviously that was his song and he made it so famous and it was number one and a huge deal and so to sing it in front of him was kind of like oh you know is he going to approve is he but we're so me and Jason are like chalk and cheese we're completely different people mm. um, and so he was the first one to come up to me and kind of say you know, well done, dude, and it's all good. Take a breath, because I think I didn't breathe for like forty-five minutes when he was in the room. He's like, you know, chill. It's all good, and you sound great, and and let's do a show. <laughs> yeah, amazing. But look, yeah. we can't wait to see what you do next. We can't wait to see the Simeon and Levi spin-off. That yeah, clearly, me uh, myself, me my old school pal Leo will be stars of. Um, and uh, listen, I'll send you on the the waistcoat that I wore in transition year. Please, yeah. please do. I can wear it tonight. <laughs> Uh, you've been listening to Jack Yarrow, a.k.a. Joseph, and Joseph and his amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Catch Joseph at the Board Gosh Energy Theatre until August 27. Lovely talking to you, Jack. Welcome to Ireland. Hi to the family. Hope you have a great time. Thank you. Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9am.